Hey, Nick, did you hear Matt has the PlayStation 2? He's in the new PlayStation 2. Yeah, that's why we're over at his house. I can't wait to play this okay. thing. Okay, guys, I'm really excited you guys are here. Uh, I have a pretty extensive game collection. Um, Already? Yeah, I have a bunch wow. of games. Wow, this thing Man, just came I can't out. Fucking wait. Yeah, do you guys want to? Um, do you guys want to play uh, the mask? I didn't wait. So I, 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 have, I mean, a, I, that's a Genesis game, right? I didn't know it came out for PS2. No, it's a yeah. It's 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 a it's it's so crazy too. It's like a. It almost it looks so good on the PlayStation Two. It almost looks live action. It's awesome. Uh, there's this like I mean I, I I haven't heard of this game, but it's it's you know the the current uh, date is uh, November of two thousand. So you know the system is still new, and so I don't know its full library. Oh, yeah, it's so I crazy. Mean, they get, like Jim Carrey's in the game. It, is this just a? Okay, let me see that. Yeah, I, this is just a DVD of the no, mask. dude. It plays on the PlayStation Two. It's a video game. Uh, well, look, let's set it, let's set it aside yeah, yeah, for now. Yeah. Let's let's see what else yeah, you get. It's, okay, it's like a, maybe a Dragon Slayer situation where he's just thought he was playing. I don't know. No, it's it's all my games run on the PlayStation Two. Okay, they okay. don't work on okay. anything else. Okay, great, great. Let's, what do you what do you got? I want to play. Yeah, I want to play something. Do you guys want to play a Time to Kill? Was that like an action game? It's sort of like a like I think it's like a murder mystery game. Actually, it's it's um it's pretty good. Uh, I I've played it a couple of times already. It's pretty quick. Uh, it's uh they got Matthew McConaughey to be in the game, and it's like kind of like a breakout sort of role let, for let, let, for him in this game. Let me see the let me like let me look at the box for this game. All right, this box art looks like a movie poster. It's got Sandra Bullock. Uh, Sam Jackson, my favorite actor, Kevin Spacey. This is this is the DVD for the movie A Time to I, Kill. I keep saying this word DVD, and it's making me uh-huh. fucking furious, okay? Because these are games, they play on the PlayStation 2, a video game console, you understand? Look, do you have like a like SSX or something? SSX? Or Madden, no, you know? I have Twister, my dude. Dark Cloud. Twister? Twister? They made a game out of Twister? Yeah, and it's not what you're thinking. It's not the board game. It's uh, it's this video game where you play as these tornadoes and you suck up the cows and stuff. Okay, you play as them, you can control the tornado. Well, or is like this sort of the like movie with Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt? Of, but like, it's sort of like the implication is that movie. you're it's doing it. It's a fucking yeah, this movie. Is, this is another, another DVD movie. Okay, okay, okay. What about Unforgiven? Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Gene Hackman. Is that who we're dealing with? Kind it's of crazy a, that they're in a video game. Who even knew that they deconstruction know Deconstruction of a Western. Is? I think. Yeah, this is. No. Matt's dumb. That's the issue. <laughs> I'm not dumb. dumb. You guys made up this DVD thing. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Uh, fine. Okay. We, why don't we play The Road Warrior? Where did you go to buy these games? Suncoast. That, that's a place that only sells it's a movies. movies. They sell what movies. The they're, in, they're in every about? mall in America right now. <laughs> they do not sell video games. I'm going to ask you guys to leave unless you guys want to play the Bridges of Madison County with me. <laughs> Honestly, I do want to play that. Yeah, I feel like we're all up for a good sensitive time. Great. Let's 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 pop it in. Uh, here we go. Uh, the first level, the credits. This game's hard. (laughs) 
We plug in our DualShock 2s and clear space on our memory cards as we draft PlayStation 2 games this week on Get Played. to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. That's me, Nick Weiger, and I am here with our third host, Matt Abadaka. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket, to the best, oh, the shit. premiere, wow. the lead Video game podcast on the internet. Nothing supersedes Get Played. No, and this wow. came out this week, actually. That's true. If you're listening to this, that don't worry about where it was said or uh, what what publication said it, but that is the that it's it's in print. It may have been said on this podcast and the print was a transcript of this podcast. I, yeah, I don't think worry we about can that. Say, I think we can say <laughs> yeah. Time Magazine, Life Magazine, mm-hmm. yeah. The New York Times. Failing New York and Times. Get what? on that. I said the failing New York Times. The Go failing ahead. New York Times and President Joe Biden all called uh, Get Played, the premium video game podcast this week. I mean, Biden said it and everybody else had to quote him. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. But Biden's a no- day one listener. So this is huge. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's about time. He, he It's about time he said something. Um, I think I should I think I should be upfront with the listener. Wow. We record at different time zones. That's right. I'm I'm at the nighttime. The boys are in the daytime. We're in the morning. It's it's the- these are completely like we're like 13 hours apart. Yeah. It's 8 a.m. Pacific when we when our record session starts and it's that that is it's the equivalent to 5 p.m. for you. Yeah, it's nighttime. nighttime. Um, it's not nighttime, nighttime. It's not like I'm going to bed nighttime, but it's nighttime. And I want to say... You're wearing a sleeping cap. I'm I'm going to bed in the middle of the podcast. Plate. That's what I'm doing today. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, I just... I feel like I've got to admit that I've had, for the first time, during our records, a couple of drinks. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick, anything you want to come clean with? Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm also hammered. <laughs> uh, I actually that, this is that great. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think this is awesome. This is a great energy for us. Yeah. I'm, also, you, the, I might laugh at you guys today. I won't count I on it, but that's loose. huge. That sounds that's, like a challenge to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You texted. By the way, you texted us ahead of time that you'd had a few drinks, and so when the record started, I, you know, you're you're very cogent, and you seem like normal Heather without even if you, you know. If you if you hadn't made that disclaimer, I wouldn't know anything was different. Uh, but I was expecting you to be like, "Let's do a podcast." Yeah. <laughs> like, <I> think, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be a sleepy cartoon drunk. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm a loose I'm a loosey goose. That's what I am. I'm just a little loose, a little goose. A little loose, but little goose. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good show. We it's got, gonna I'm be really a good show. excited about today's topic. I'm excited about um the future of video gaming as a medium. Uh, okay. Before we get we That's get into huge. that, 
while you're talking alcohol, I have a related story, uh, which is that, Matt, I ran into our mutual friend Tyler Moss at the farmer's market. Okay. Yeah. And he, t- he tells me, he said, I saw Matt Apodaca at a bar. Yeah. He was by himself playing Baldur's Gate 3 on a Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, the other night, I ran into Yeah. Well, this is the, this is the funny thing. Is Holy that, shit. So alpha. It's so alpha. It is, this, I, there's a fire right by my house. I had to, I had to um, leave, leave my home for just like an hour. Uh, my girlfriend had to do something. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get out of here. Uh, uh, she had an appointment on the phone and I was like, I'll just get out just to give you some space. Uh, I'll go have a drink at a, a local spot and I'll bring my Steam Deck because I wanted to play Baldur's Gate anyway. And I was like, <laughs> I'll just take this with me. Um, and I had been there for approximately an hour and I was literally getting ready to leave. And I know Tyler. This is the funny yes. thing, too, is that like um, you've told s- stories about Tyler before. Me, uh, this cool guy that you know from the farmer's market and I was like wow I hope I ever get to meet Tyler someday I already know this motherfucker he's yeah. my friend <laughs> and, <laughs> didn't realize it was the same Tyler for a yeah, while yeah uh, so then now so seeing him there we chatted a little bit uh, about uh, about games and stuff and I was showing him uh, that I was yeah playing Baldur's Gate 3 uh, but let me tell you something about this bar there's like a mosquito problem there right now. And two times in a row, two weeks in a row, I've been there and I got mosquito bites and I, oh from inside, God. that's a nightmare. What's going on over there? I don't know. But you know, it's a, it's a local spot. So I don't want to, this bar wanna... is called stagnant water, right? That's <laughs> it's, called stagnant, it's called the mosquito den. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really, it was a big thrill to see, uh, Tyler out in the wild. And, uh, I had a, also, I had a brew dog with me. Hell yeah. I was sipping on a brew dog. Hell yeah. It was I, ice cold. I have gone to a bar with my Switch. Like when yeah. um, uh, the first Zelda came out, I went to a bar with my Switch and I felt pretty, people were like, oh, you're playing, because one, early Zelda, Switch was in high demand. Not a sure. lot of Switches around. So people were yeah, coming like up and title. saying- Wow, is it the is that the Nintendo? And then also, is that the Zelda? And it felt pretty pretty hype. Did you have anybody come up to you and say, "Is that Baldur's Gate three on the Steam Deck, Matt?" <laughs> most <laughs> most people uh, completely ignored me uh, for, the, for the most part, or they looked at me, saw that I was doing something that they didn't understand, and just kind of kept kept going. There were some people next to me that I think were on possibly a second date they were having a great time Aww. laughing telling stories and i was like shut the fuck up i'm playing they Baldur's like- gate three <laughs> did you have headphones or were you playing on mute i had my airpods uh god damn I, yeah, yeah so you were like disconnected from the world yeah but I, you were the thing is fully the music there, in Baldur's gate three the music was too loud at the bar mm. so like that was the problem i was running into or i was like okay i can't really I can hear a little bit, but I'm blasting. Yeah. You know, but it, yeah, I was trying not to uh, talk to anybody. But then I saw Tyler. I put the whole thing down, had a nice chat. There you go. Because I'm not yes. rude. No, we know, we know you're not rude. You're a lovely I'm man. I'm sick of people saying I'm rude. Next time, next time if somebody comes up to you in the middle of a, a BG3 session. I can you guarantee just you, this say, is not going to happen again. You should just say, 
excuse, excuse, just excuse like that. is good. Uh, until, what about this? Until they leave. <laughs> finger up, single finger up, 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 up. That's pretty good. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Up, up, up. As soon as they keep trying to talk, I t- or I hit him with a zip it, like the, yeah, uh, the Dr. zip Evil. it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The Austin Powers <laughs> zip it. As if it- you could. You could also do uh, like a confounding time travel bit where you like say, oh, no, 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 no. We don't have this conversation. We don't. We, <laughs> no, this doesn't. This we can't have it because we don't. We had we didn't have it. Yeah. I, and we can't throw off the line. I'm going to oh, tell you man, right I'd now. I'm so confused. I'm not smart enough to pull that off. I think <laughs> I you can't. Could. I can't do it. <laughs> I think you could. That's a fun thing for you to do because you have your mind. I have done it. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it at Birds. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I won't even. Never mind. Uh, we should discuss, by the way, Birds is the name of a bar. Heather didn't do that to Birds. No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just for people. <laughs> and I stopped myself from. <laughs> uh, so, OK, l- we should talk a little bit about before we get into what are you playing? We should talk a little bit about this month's We Play, You Play, because we have not settled it. Uh, we may not settle it today. But I wanted to at least open the conversation because we usually have a disclaimer about what that game, what game we're going to cover at length. Final episode of every month for new listeners is always an extended discussion about one particular game that all of us are playing. And, uh, you know, last month we did Dredge, the indie horror fishing game. Uh, this month there's OK, so there's just like kind of like a bunch of big releases right now. And I, I, some of them are are kind of daunting in their scope. The aforementioned Baldur's Gate three, which we ta- thought about covering last month. And we kind of all were, uh, you know, Heather's Heather's still on Mac. So she only has the early access build. And though, uh, though uh, uh, some really intrepid discord users have taught me how to play on the Mac on the release client so that I can. Oh, OK. Uh, so that I can start a full new fresh game and play it, essentially live stream it to myself. Oh, there you um, go. So I could play Baldur's Gate, but I, I'm I'm not certain. Look, I got 10 days left as of this record, 10 days left in Holland. And then I'm returning to the United States of shame America. Where you belong. Uh, where I belong. It's just like an shame. Anyway, <laughs> um. So so I will be able to play more uh, aggressively when I'm home. But these 10 days, I'm going to lose. Yes. I, I, I will also say part of my concern with doing a BG3 episode at the end of September is that I could see the discourse being exhausted by that point. Like, yeah. will we have anything novel to say? Right. You know, because um, I'm already seeing not not that I've uh, gotten to the end game or anything, but I, I, I've already seen so many like. YouTube breakdowns of of story and characters and shit that have been uploaded. I haven't watched them, but, you know, I know that stuff is out there. Uh, I, there. There's also Armored Core 6, which I know both of you are playing. I wasn't planning on playing right away, but, you know, I'm I'm open to the possibility, although jumping into a, a from game right now to me seems daunting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Wait, I, that, save it. Just save possibility. it, Matt. Okay. Save okay. it, Matt. Okay. okay. Uh, there's, uh, there's Starfield, which is going to, we're recording this still in, uh, August, but will be coming out and on game pass. So widely available in the next, not, in wait, the next couple it weeks. is available on game pass. Mm-hmm. A day one game pass Starfield. Yeah. 100%. Oh, I, that, a week that, away as of this record. That says a lot to me about what their perceived quality of that game is <laughs> internally. I, 
I I disagree. I think that says that they think that this is a fucking triple A game that is going to get people on Game Pass. Yeah, they but might, we, this but, might you be know, a, a mic drop. They might be flapping their dick out on the table or something. Because yeah, because this all has to do with you know their. Wait, you hold their... your mic with your dick. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> if um, I saw a stand up hold the mic with his penis, first I, of all, I think, yeah. If no comic has done this, I think they should do this. If you could take a microphone and pretend it's your dick, I would laugh my ass off probably for the rest of my life. Would be very That's funny. So funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I and like try that. to fuck stuff with the mic. That's I'm very like, funny. I'm about to like cry laughing right now. That is so funny. Well, you can do other dick stuff too, like you know, jack it off or like suck it off Nick, or whatever. Nick, all that come sort on, of stuff. All, these gonna, are all possibilities. That's too I, no funny. one's done it. It's too funny. <laughs> I agree. I. <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it. <laughs> See, the thing that sucks is I am laughing. <laughs> I think we're thinking of different things, though. I'm thinking of a human person coming mm-hmm. out on stage mm-hmm. with a microphone duct taped to their penis. Got okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That is. I was not thinking like of a, that. Like a, no. like a T, a T structure. And then they yeah. try and do the entire set leaning over <laughs> like you're trying to suck themselves off no i mean i i no Nick, I not everybody's seeing... trying to do that all the time So we got Armored Core 6, we got Starfield, and then, you know, another game, so we, we could, again, these are all big boys, the, including BG3, these are all big boys, these are all, these are all massive games, uh, yeah. or, or, you know, games that are large in scope, um, and, uh, and another game we've talked about, which is a throwback, but, I, you know, we've been trying to find a spot for it. And, you know, one approach is like, this is just the month to do it. And we're all playing whatever big new releases we want to play on our own and we can talk about them. But uh, if we got in, if we finally did Killer 7. Do we finally do Killer 7? Five years into the podcast. Has it been five years? I think it has. That doesn't sound right. It's been four and a half. Yeah. Okay. It's been four and a half because it's still I think to think about, but yeah. I think the first time that Nick said, "What about a podcast like this?" I replied with, "I've just been diagnosed with breast cancer." That's right. Yeah, good job, <laughs> so Nick. That was, so it's almost exactly five years ago. Our first episode was recorded in December of 2018, and it wouldn't release until uh, June. Oh. the the following June uh, in 2019. Well, then right. no, no, it was pre- it precedes it. It precedes it. Whatever. Doesn't matter. It took a long also, time. Like for I didn't mean to be a down- to- I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm I'm fine. People, the listeners know. I don't know if they all know. Oh, Why really? Did it take so long. That's <laughs> to get breast cancer. No, Wait, no, 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 no. I, I don't think. They, they, take your time with that. I don't. I don't think anybody should <laughs> rush to that. Uh, I was thinking about like because I'm trying to remember why the first episode took so long. But I think there was you, you had a lot of things going on. I think we did have to sort of take a break after. Yeah, that. I think I think it was. Yeah. I, yeah, I had to have surgery and and treatment, and then and then yes. we we rolled right in to the premier video yeah. game podcast mid 2019. That's right. Uh, so. It. 
so kill so yes it has been a while since we talked about doing this game killer seven it is on steam it is a you know it's it's a it's a well-reviewed port so i think we can we we could have a good representation of it yeah i it's of the of the options Mm -hmm. the shortest one and it's still only it's still 14 hours to finish but but, it, but but yeah, that's that's, but that's more yeah. But that, but I'm I'm also like, we don't have to sell it now. We yeah. could also disc there. There's other stuff that may come up. We could also put this to a poll, which we did in the past, which worked out great for us. So I have, you know, a, I don't I have know. a big pitch. Okay, go for it. I think we could because we just played a modern game. We could pick a game based on today's draft. That's a fun idea. We could pick one of these games that not everybody has played and we could like lean in hard on a classic. Fuck, I have so, I have a, I have some I'd want to do. That's a fun idea. Okay, let, well let, we'll get to we'll get to that topic uh this and is, we'll see if that informs kind of what fun we're going to do. You get from me after yeah. I've had a couple of drinks. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. I hope y'all are ready to play uh whatever don't, I don't, say. No, shh, don't spoil it. <laughs> Uh, but okay, that's for the future. As for now, everyone, what are you playing? I, I'm I'm hoping he doesn't show up. Okay, I, I was gonna say I, I, I think he'd be out of control. Oh, okay, yeah, keeping him at bay, <laughs> right? <laughs> staying staying out of the moonlight. Uh. <laughs> well, I want to go third here, and because okay, I I want to talk a little bit about a place that I went on my World Warrior journey. Um. Here, here in Holland. Uh, okay. So, so Nick, what are you playing? Well, as of this recording, a game I'd had my eye on, Sea of Stars, released yesterday. Uh, sea of oh, Stars yeah. is a throwback. Uh, it's it's a it's a throwback JRPG styled game uh, with a bunch of streamlining and modern quality of life improvements, and it is getting rave reviews. It's also on Game Pass. Uh, a few months back, maybe maybe a year back, I can't remember. It was a while back. I discussed the demo, uh, which was you know which I, I was really impressed by, um, and I was worried that the first few hours of gameplay would just be a retread of the demo, but it's actually a different chunk of the game. So it it, it felt like mostly new stuff. Uh, also, I, I've discussed at some point in the in what are you playing? I've talked about the the developer Sabotage Studios' previous game, The Messenger, which is a platformer. Uh, that turns into a Metroidvania midway through, and is you know just a, it's it's a cool design that I kind of fell off of, but I really I really appreciated the craft. Uh, this game is rad. It is so fun. Um, I've just again it came out yet like yesterday, so I just started playing it last night. So I have like two hours of gameplay, but it is it has I, you know I talked about the quality of life improvements. It's just like things like. The map is uh, the maps of the individual areas and the world map are like uh, just a little bit more compact than they might be in in a classic design. Just so you have a little bit less like it, it's it's still fun to explore, but it's just like a little bit less like ground to cover. And your run cycle is super duper fast. You're just sprinting all over the map, so you don't have to like you know waste a bunch of time uh, backtracking. Also, like if you finish an area, you'll unlock like a shortcut that will lead back to. Uh, so you can sprint through it again if you need to go back to it. And and speaking of the traversal, there's all sorts of environmental traversal that just makes it a little bit more dynamic. Uh, you know, there's all these different levels you can ascend and descend to uh, uh, via 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 you know 
uh, jumps and climbing and ladders and what have you. Uh, there's all sorts of, uh, you know, caverns that you can uh, across. And then also, you know, like areas like tight ropes you can walk and, um, uh, you know, l- little ledges you can uh, you can edge along uh, all, all this sort of stuff just to make it feel mm-hmm. a little bit more like you're just running around. Uh, so it's it, and then that leads into the combat, uh, which you see the enemies on screen, which I which I really like. It all feels very, very Chrono Trigger. I mean, it, it feels like a direct spiritual air uh, right down to having some music by Yasunori Mitsuda, the composer of Chrono Trigger, uh, which is which is awesome. Um, but like, so you see the enemies on screen like you do in, in Chrono Trigger, their combo attacks like in Chrono Trigger between your different party members. Uh, but then the combat is is so fun because it has those elements that are, you know, that have been added to a lot of. Uh, that, that that became a part of a lot of uh, RPGs, which is just like some a little bit of timed attacks and and timed parries. So you can parry att- attacks from enemies. Uh, you can uh, uh, you can uh, enhance your individual attacks when you land them. Um, and uh, uh, for instance, one of the ca- there's there's two protagonists. You choose which one you control. Um, uh, or you choose which one is is your main. Uh, one is like more of a magic user, is like a sun magic, and the other is is more of a moon magic user. Um, and that one's a little bit more of a, a more direct damage de- uh, focused. But like the the ma- the moon magic user has a spell that uh, you you're shooting a a like a, a a crescent blast towards your enemy, and then it ricochets back at you, and then you can kind of boomerang strike it back and forth until it hits a max threshold, uh, and it accelerates as you do so, uh, kind of like you're just ponging it back and forth at the enemy, and it does more damage as a result. And that's it's just super active and it's super fun, and it just keeps the combat from just being like toggling through menus. Um, and that ties into the boss fights, which are super. Which the 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 couple I've got I've been through have been like. You know these huge uh, uh, models of these uh, of these characters. These huge, like, uh, uh, I, I don't know if they're sprites or I don't know what the I don't know what the engine's doing exactly. I don't know if they're three D models that are, uh, you know, kind of uh, cell shaded and made to look like pixel art. Uh, but they are like really well animated and like fuck, just fucking big. Like I just mm-hmm. like seeing a big old a big old boss, especially in this uh, sort of throwback game. Um, and uh, and those have been super fun and had their own mechanics. Uh, also, there is a great party member, Garl the Warrior Cook. What a class, Hell Warrior ooh. Cook. That sounds like um, Final Fantasy Nine, right? Uh, Qu- Quina, 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 yeah, with a big tongue. As as an aside, I just wanted to say. I love this segment because it's like I'm on the playground as a kid and somebody has a game and I don't have that game. And they're telling me all about that game. And I'm just I'm fucking riveted. What is the art style like, Nick? Uh, Let me get I I mean, I should just bring some up because it's you know, it's like it looks like a Super Nintendo. It looks like a, a, a a Super Nintendo JRPG with really good art direction. Uh, It also has like kind of like a. Kind of like a um uh the reminded me of like Lunar Silver Star Saga or like some oh, of the shit. Ease games where it would like it will throw to like a full screen animation like yeah. for like a two D style animation for some of the the cinematics for some key ones. Um, hold on, let me just share. Can I share my screen? Uh, uh, there, just this sort of look to it. Um, let's see if I can get through some more. Yeah, just this sort this sort of really lush palette. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a gorgeous game. It really gives you uh 
I mean, the art feels a little the art feels like Western, but anime inspired. And I don't know if that's the case, Um, but it really evokes Saturn game to me. Yeah, no, that's a good call. It's it's like when they really perfected like 2D design and and art. Um, Yeah, so maybe it is like or or like a a, yeah, or like a PlayStation, you know, what the, the, the rare like PlayStation 2D game. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it is a Western developer. Actually, where the hell are they actually from? But it's a, it's a really impressive game so far. They're in, they're in Quebec. Yeah. So a a Western developer creating this Chrono Trigger-esque, uh, lunar Silver Star story, uh, Astral. It's giving me Astral from Mm. Sega Saturn. Um, that's sort of like big, beautiful sprite work. It's a pretty game. And I'm, I'm interested in that soundtrack too. Hey, could be a we play you play candidate. Oh, it could be. Regardless, we don't have to settle that now. But regardless, I think this is if you're if you're into these sort of games, it's on Game Pass. It's also on everything, as far as I know. I think it's it's definitely on Switch. I think it's on. I think there's a PlayStation port. Uh, if you're into this sort of thing, definitely check it out. I, I I'm having a I'm having a hoot with it. Nice. Uh, Matt, what are you playing? Yeah, Matt, what are you playing? Well. I'm still playing Baldur's Gate 3, right? Mm-hmm. And at a I've, bar. At a bar. Currently. <laughs> By, right now. Yeah. They won't let me in. Um I'm play I've been I'm still been playing that. And I'm finally like for the last like two weeks of me playing the game, I've been doing kind of the same stuff. Like mm. I, I've been dying trying to go a different way, dying, trying to go a different way. And then sometimes I'm playing and I'm just walking around and seeing what I find. And like, I found like some side quests and stuff. I found some very interesting side quests, some interesting characters along the way. And I'm finally now, I feel like progressing the story, which I think is, uh, I'm excited about. Because I was getting kind of sick of what I was doing, like losing a lot. And sure, I'm still losing on occasion, but I'm losing to different things now, which is uh, good. But I'm really just trying to level up because I'm level four right now uh, for those playing along at home. And I'm in the Underdark and I just met these really interesting like mushroom creatures. Oh, okay. And I'm just fascinated by them. I don't know what's going on with them yet. But I'm just like I think this is the thing about D&D and uh and I guess these games. The world is so interesting. Anything they show me, I want to know everything about it. I'm just like right. this, this is so yeah. cool. Uh this like these this race of mushroom people uh, they have this own, and everybody's got their own fucking thing going on, their own <laughs> battle that they're like, "Hey, could you help me with this?" And you could either be like, "Ah, oh, fuck off," or uh, "Okay, I'll help," and I'm just helping everybody. Uh, I know that there's a way to play this game where you can be bad or whatever, but I'm just kind of uh helping everybody along the way, and I just, I think I'll be. I mean, I'm not even out of Act One. I'm still in Act One. I've played twenty hours so far. I'm still I'm still very much in I think early act 1. 
So I'll be playing this game possibly for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> but I, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I, I said this, I said this before, but I just really can't believe, like, I just can't believe this game. It, every every yes. time I play it, even for just a little bit, I'm just like, wow, that was so fun. I could have done nothing, and I was like, this is a, this was a blast. I love this. Um, but all that to say, I also started Armored Core 6, which I didn't think I was going to do. But then Heather was talking about it a little bit. Our pal Zig. Zig was really in my ear, I got to say. Wow. I think I partially, I wasn't really going to maybe do this, but I think I pulled the trigger because Zig was like, you just have to get in here, man. You just have to. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I played it for 10 minutes and immediately was like, this is a video game. This, <laughs> this is it. This is it right here. This is what we're all trying. This is what everybody's trying to do. Everybody making a video game is trying to make this. It's fucking robots, man. It's robots. It's big guns. It's big jumping. It's big hitting. It's very mm. good. It's it's <laughs> it's so good. The and and you know it's it's from soft, but it's different, right? It's a different type of game. It's not what I would consider. Uh, like I feel like when people talk about from soft games, they're talking about like the souls of it all, right? Like this, like. Those mm -hmm. types of games. Yes. The first boss in this fucker, in the fucking tutorial level, stomped my ass like 20 times. So it is a FromSoft game. So it is. <laughs> yeah, what's your point? <laughs> I guess, yeah, I, just, I didn't know this one was like that too. I guess I don't think they typically are. But like, it's not like the same way where, like, I mean, I can't parry. There's not a lot of like, I mean, I guess there are. I have a sword, I have a gun, and I have, like, missiles. And what I had to really figure out was when it was appropriate to use what attack, right? Hmm. And that... We had a different strategy for this boss. Because you just went in and attacked, I'm sure. Yeah, my strategy on this first boss was I lost twice. And I was like, ugh, this sucks. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Why am I losing? I know what I'm supposed to be doing dodge around use a buildings use a cover zip around in the sky i was like this isn't me i know who i am and so i i did a different strategy but matt talk about your talk about your experience i well i'm bad at games so of course you took to it pretty you know you took to I it like water I reject that assessment was that? Yeah, I, I reject that I, I, too. I reject that assessment. I, you finish. You finish some big boy games. I, I finish big boy games, and uh, you know, I, 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 I don't play the same way. I guess is what I'm saying. Hmm. I take well, I, the the learning curve is 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 steeper for me uh, with games like this. And I had never played played an armored core game before. But I, when I took this fucker down, this like helicopter or whatever it was, I felt I felt amazing. I felt so good. Yeah. I, cause I, I learned it was, it, 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 it felt like live, die, repeat kind of, mm. uh, or, you know, uh, all you need is kill for that matter. Sure. I'm getting smoked. I don't know why I'm watching this helicopter. 
Okay. It's staying stationary. That's a good time to use my missiles. Okay, those take... Because uh, you have to stagger them to then get uh, up close and use your, your big blade on them, and that does a lot of damage. So you stagger them. You're shooting regular blasts at them the whole time. They stop. You got to be dodging, too. You got to be dodging a lot. Uh, they stop, shoot some missiles, start running around again, st- shooting at them a lot. Missiles, they're staggered. Then you fucking get up there and use your big blade on them, take out like half their life. And I was like, okay, now I'm feeling good. You kind of just repeat, you know, rinse and repeat yeah. that situation. And then you take them down. And I know that that's not going to work for everybody, but it worked for this guy. And I was like, okay, now, now I understand the game. Now mm-hmm. I know that you have to play, you have to watch what they're doing, figure out when's a good time to use your attacks and and then get in there. But then I guess now there's also like a building component that I haven't done yet. There's like a, yep. you can d- design your own mechs. Yep. You can uh, use different kinds. There are different kinds. Yeah. It's not there's just different one, kinds. There are different kinds. It's not just one type of robot in there. You can have a tank. You can have, uh, you know, that's the only other kind that I've seen. <laughs> but that's a different one. It's a different kind than what I thought. So yep. I'm going to be playing this a lot, too. And, uh, you know, the <sighs> looks fucking cool. It's fucking great, man. It's so yeah. good. And the, the, the thing that, you know, I just I can't. I just can't address the the backlog. I've made a lot of promises to myself this year that I've just really let go. Um, yeah, I, I've got to, yeah. you know, like just on that note, I've kind of had to take the approach of games are our books. If you were like, I'm going to read the entire library, that's a life's work you will not achieve. No. You just have to, you know what, like I'm going to play some games, I'm going to not play some others, playing a game is a decision to not play another game, and I can't play everything and just make peace with that. I was introduced to a new phrase, perhaps from TikTok, through my wife. Wow. And it's DNF. Duke Nukem Forever? No. Uh, Nick, holy shit. (laughs) You're That's sick. Really fast. It's disgusting. You're sick. Um, DNF. Damn, did- I'm looking good. My piss is thick. <laughs> Watch me fuck a horse. <laughs> Why? Vote for me for president of the United States. My vice, okay, I will. My vice I mean- president is going to be the shit I'm about to take. <laughs> I, I I have one I have one long ball. It, <laughs> and somehow all these lines are from John Carpenter movies yeah. just stolen. <laughs> um DNF means did not finish. Mm. And it is a uh it is like a book talk. I think it's a book. To, this is my assumption here. But uh, Mary used it in, in conversation the other day. And I was like, oh, OK, DNF. Uh, and I think that that, like you said, it applies to games. Uh, I have a DNF on my list of games that I played this week uh, that I wow. probably won't return to. Wow. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Yeah, go for it. All right. First off, I want to say. I'll tell you what I'm playing. And then I got a, a little talk about uh, the World Warrior journey journey I'm on. Um, one. Oof, I played Armored Core 6. 
fought that boss a couple of times and I was like, this sucks. What is happening? I, I never have this kind of issue. Like, what is going on? Uh, and then I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not being true to myself. What would I do if I was in a mech and this thing was facing me down? And it was never fire missiles, never fire your gun, rush that motherfucker and use your sword only. So I flew, <laughs> it arrives and I flew directly at it, jammed my mech into its wing so that it could not <laughs> free me and just sorted it over and over again until it was dead. Um, and then I was like, okay, that's that this this feels like Heather's armored core. And then you immediately get access to the garage where you can change up your your mech. And I painted mine bright red, just like Char, my hero. Uh, you know Char now, Nick. Oh yeah. Char Abagnale from uh, uh from Gundam. Yeah. So I what did you call him? Asnable. Asnable? Abagnale? Look, I've only watched the one series. <laughs> So I so I, I painted my my. I knew uh, it started with an A and had three syllables. I I I painted my my mech boy red, and I'm ready to go. But that was one of three games I played this week. Wow, and that's not including the segment I'm gonna uh, I'll tell you guys about. Uh, the other was I uh, I'm you know I've still got Viking Madness from uh, our sister podcast. Uh, my exposure to Vinland Saga has reignited my love for the Viking, uh, reading a Viking book and talked about Vikings last week. And so I was like, I got to play a Viking game. So I tried Hellblade. Uh, Sanoa's Sacrifice. I think I called it Setsuna's Sacrifice. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, Which was recommended to me by uh, the Discord people on the pod. Um, This game you play as, I think, like a, a Celtic warrior who's got to go to the Viking afterlife for, I think, to free the soul of your your husband or something. Hmm. Um, lots of lore early on in the game you can go up to these like monoliths and like hear about Viking lore. And I was like, oh, yes, this is fucking good. This is the this is the chunky meat that I want. Fucking this is a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking puzzle game. You the mm-hmm. the instructions show combat, but then you get into it and you've got to and the puzzles also as I didn't get very far in the game because I was like I'm not doing this. Uh we're like here are two runes on a gate. You look at the runes and then you have to look around until you can find them. And how do you find them in the environment? You have to like line up tree branches so that they make a rune by like moving your body around and moving the camera around. And I was like I do not, I can, the idea of, I stopped when I could see the rune and could not get it to activate by lining it up because I wasn't properly aligned. I'm like, I'm looking at the fucking giant R. You know that I'm looking at the R. Give me the fucking R so that I can lock it into the gate and I can progress to the next area. Very frustrating gameplay. So I gave that up. Then I started... God of War Ragnarok, finally. Years after Matt has told us that this game is fantastic. Mm. And you know what? Matt was right. Wow. That's huge for me. That uh, I was so nervous. Uh, Matt's fucking it. right. It's fucking great so far. It's giving me what I need, which is, you know, them talking about the uh, mythology of Ragnarok, the concept. Which I just want, I like, I, I wish I could just go to Viking school and just hear this shit all the time. 
Um, fantastic game so far. Really enjoying it. Really excited to play it. I'm going to think I'm going to play that. I'm going to lean into that before I uh, play more of Armored Core 6. Or maybe I'll swing back and forth. Who knows? But the most exciting thing of the last week for me, guys, was that I went to the National Video Game Museum in the Netherlands. Wow. Amsterdam! Which, how the, what the fuck aren't there national video game museums everywhere? Because we have all I, this precious art that we stole that we have to show off here. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... What? <laughs> I'm going to read uh, the history of the National Video Game Mu- Museum, which is in Zutemir. A garage in The Hague is the place where the adventure began in 2008 with two friends, Hassan Tasdemir and Pascal Rapiles, or Rapies. I don't know how to say it. The garage soon became too small, after which they moved to a shed in an industrial area. Unfortunately, the shed was not heated and everything had to be transferred to, and this is a translated website, so if I'm doing this wrong, I'm sorry, but they moved to a shed in the Ministry of Agriculture in the middle of the winter. (laughs) When this building had to be emptied, the collection of 10 arcade video games and some spare parts was stored in an old showroom for classic cars. Because there was no room to renovate or play the cabinets, they were looking forward to a suitable space. It was founded in it was the space was found in 2011 on Kolbatstrat in Zutemir. There, Hassan decided to rent the location with four friends, and the adventure could grow into a meeting place of their own to practice their hobby and relax with a game. So, this starts as a, a, a personal collection. By the time Heather visits this place in 2023, it is among the coolest buildings I have ever been in in my entire fucking life. Wow! It is a full. It is a full functioning, pristine arcade and museum with contextually accurate rooms that you could play the games in. So, for example, if you were wanted to if you wanted to play an Atari 2600, there was a a sectioned off area that was a 1970s living room with a 1970s television so that you could sit in the room and be like, this is what it was like to play the Atari when it was, when it was released. I'm going to wow. share my, I'm going to share my screen with you guys so that you can see uh, a little bit of what I saw at the, uh, at the museum. As you enter into the museum, there's like a hallway full of like, accessories and like video game themed stuff. So uh, the first thing I took a photo of is a Street Fighter 2 Rock'em Sock'em Robots, like a handheld tabletop game, like fucking great. I was like, oh, I'm in good hands. Skyle and Ryu facing off. uh, You round the corner and you see an original Pong, like an original Pong machine with the original dial paddles in order to play. And as you guys can see from this photo, the quality of this machine was as if it came out of the past and was dropped here in the present. Like, yeah, I don't are, know if this has been restored or what, but it is pristine. It's pristine. Every machine in there was pristine. They had um, 19... Had you, uh, just real quick, because I don't think I've ever seen an original, an OG Pong cabinet in the wild. Had you, had you encountered this? I'd never seen it. I'd never seen yeah. it before. 
Looks cool um, as hell. To the left of this uh, this photo, and we're going to put a lot of these up on social media, uh, is the 1970s living room where you could play uh, Atari 2600 or the Vectrex, both in pristine condition. Unfathomable. You can see a, a glass case that has uh, all of the accessories for these old 70s video games. Uh, also, all just like each one had like its own card with like the history of the accessory and how they came into possession of it. Uh, they had candy cabinets from the 1990s that like every joystick was in perfect working order. Every button wasn't sticky. The cabinets themselves were like clean and precise. I've got a photo here of Street Fighter Three Third Strike yeah. on a Astro City, which is my personal dream cabinet. Um there were Neo Garou, Geo machines. Mark of the Wolves, too. Um, they had, uh, you see in the background, they had an entire section of racing games. So you could play Daytona USA or Initial D and everything was all linked and everything worked and everything was free to play. You enter the museum and you pay to, to get in, but then every machine you can play for the two hours that your ticket is good for. Um, wow. They had Guitar what Hero. O- what an awesome bit of curation and preservation. Yeah, that's it's, so cool. It's incredible. They had Guitar Hero Arcade map, uh, which I'm sure Let's you would have loved. Let's fucking go. I was actually, I did, I didn't, I do like that. I was always hesitant to play Guitar Hero out because I was just very aware of how much you were touching the buttons. Oh sure. Um, they had cabinets for uh Mario and Sonic at the Olympics 2020, which I didn't know there were cabinets for. And these are interactive, like we fit style. You run, you jump. Yeah. And that's how you interact with your character on the screen. They had my favorite cabinet of all time, which I've talked about on the show. Baby oh, Pac-Man. Yeah. This is wild. Where you play Pac-Man on the top screen and then you can you send him through a um, a uh, like a gate at the bottom and then it becomes a pinball machine. And it was I've never seen this machine pristine before wow and it is perfect there aren't scratches on the art there's no graffiti anywhere on the machine and all the buttons are clicky um they had an entire retrospective of pac-man and they had every handheld video game that has ever fucking been released each of them with rare variant copies of the handheld machine i've zoomed in here on a cabinet uh that also had I mean, I haven't even I've never heard of this fucking Game Gear. They had a GG White, which is a Game Gear that had the TV tuner built into the Game Gear. I've never fucking seen or heard of this machine. And it was there colorway too. at in Zutamir. Wow. Um, They had uh, rare variants of like mainstream consoles. They had one of the sixty five hundred gold PS4s. Happened wow. to be at this fucking <laughs> Zutomir uh, museum. Uh, they had the PlayStation Taco Bell edition. Um, wow. Which uh, you can see here in this photo I took. PlayStation and Taco Bell started an interesting collaboration in 2014. If customers bought a, a big box menu, they could win this golden PlayStation 4. The collaboration was not a big success and multiple giveaway actions were necessary. This is a fucking <laughs> machine that you couldn't get unless you won it from Taco Bell. They have one of the PlayStation 4 20th anniversary colorways, which is, I think, there, there's only oh, like, yes. there's only 12,000 12, of these 
were made. Um, they have Nintendo 64 and all the Nintendo 64, like Donkey Kongas. Uh, they have rooms set up so you can play Super Nintendo. They have, I mean, they had a section dedicated to computer gaming with era specific computers that you could play wow. Windows 95 games on, mid 2000s games on, late 2000s what, I, games on. There's some I, this 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 looks like a uh, I'm trying to to is this Warcraft 3? What do they have on I the I don't this I don't fucking def, know. This looks like a Warcraft. I don't know. But um, I can't can't quite tell the era from the screenshot. They had an in- entire section of gun games. Like Terminator 2 Judgment Day or guess, Time Crisis. The American section. <laughs> <laughs> they had the evolution of virtual reality, starting with a virtual boy and going all the way to the PSVR 2. Uh, they had all of the accessories for um, the original NES, including a robot controller that I've never seen. Uh, Mary got to play a, a game called Starblade, which had a huge wraparound cabinet uh, and like flat shaded polygons. They had a 1980s section that was Burger Time, Asteroids, Galaga, Ladybug, uh, Tron, and all of them, all of them were in perfect condition. I don't know if, I don't know how this, this, <laughs> this place exists. Yeah. You just blaze past a shot of Mary in a fucking cabinet <laughs> with her tongue out. <laughs> like, look at this. I, I've got a photo here of this like 1970s room with a rotary phone, a working vet- Vectrix that you could just pick up. Like you just can like sit in this room and like play these old games. And they are, yeah. they're perfect. It was that, like, that, that like commitment to the, this, this era specificity and the aesthetic of the playrooms is really cool. That, that room looks like where, uh, where Bob Crane was murdered. It's like, it's the perfect encapsulation <laughs> of the 1970s. I have a photo here of a Commodore 64 that was set mm-hmm. up in, uh, at a desk and you could, th- there's a huge thick instruction manual next to the keyboard in case you didn't know what you were doing, but you could also, it had a, 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 a cabinet of floppy disks and you could just choose which game to play on a Commodore 64, which That's so cool. I can't imagine that level of trust existing at an American museum. Like, I can't imagine people no, going people would in- steal shit or fucking rip it up. Yeah. Write their names on it just to be assholes. Um, here's a photo of Mary playing Space Invaders. Look at how fucking clean this cabinet is. Yeah, it looks cool. like it was made yesterday. Like it, I, I, I can't stress enough. Here's a 1980s room. Uh, I can't stress enough how also they had a, a cabinet that was only Kojima. And I was like, that's fucking great. Oh, look at that. That's <laughs> fucking cool. Um, wow. It was. It was. It was almost a religious experience. I've never. There's a game that I'm showing you guys here called Densha to Go, which is a Japanese train simulator from the from the fucking, I think, early 2000s or late 90s, which is built into a full sized train car. And they had the entire cabinet at this place. Yeah. Nick's going to Howard Hughes himself in there. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the final piece I have up is uh, the rarest thing for me personally, which is the Game Boy Color sewing machine where you could play a game to make patterns and then you slot your Game Boy Color into the sewing machine and you could sew it onto a, uh, onto a, on, on a fabric. I've... What? What? You can... It's like a... It was a game. It, what would it sew? Patterns that you made on the Game Boy. I don't know why this of all the things was like the most shocking. That's wild. Because it's so elaborate and unnecessary. It's, uh, it's to Who the point of like, for? I can't believe someone thought of that and then made it. It's, you know, well, I think I think that's I think the idea is, you know, because there's always a, a there's especially with a new platform, there's a, there's always like, how can we expand this beyond the existing demographic that's yeah. already buying it? It's like, I don't know, people sewing enthusiasts. Let's make a sewing game. And some of that shit worked. You know, it was th- it was things like brain training or we fit. Right. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you know, like it, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a cool swing. Um, this, this place was in a mall. So when I got there, I was a little confused. First, first off, nobody like Zutomir is not like a big city. Like we took a train there. We brought our bikes so that afterwards we could bike to the Hague and have like lunch or something. Right. Um, watch a war crime trial. Yeah. Um, visit the grave of Slobodan Milosevic. Uh, so we we go there and we bike into the center of the city and I was like, oh no, this is this is going to be rough. This is like, I'm going to a mall. I've been duped. Like the website's flashy, but they're not going to have anything. I I cannot sing the praises of this place enough. If you are ever in the Netherlands, visit the National Video Game Museum and pay your respects to the entire history of video gaming. It's remarkable. What an amazing slideshow that was. Yeah, thanks, Heather. Yeah. Thanks, Heather. We'll put it up on social media if you're listening. Yeah. You go to our our zitter uh or our Instagram and uh you can see you can see those those shitty fo- I just took photos with my phone. I didn't bring my camera. I didn't expect to need it. Fucking amazing. A lot of cool shit. Hey, you know, speaking of video game history, still the biggest selling or is it number two console of all time? What are you PlayStation? Okay, no, it's too late. No, it's no, you're like an hour late. I don't know what your excuse is, but we just at this point, we don't need you. I'll, I'll be in the den. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Is everything okay? I'm fine. Right. I took a taxi. S- send us a text next time, because then we can just say like, "Hey, you don't you don't need to show up," you know, because you you come in all this way and we're already done with the segment. It's so, just kind of a waste of everyone's time. You're gonna give me your numbers, Nick. I, yeah. Can I talk to you for a second? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's up? I don't think we should do that. Okay, and I, um, I think this is kind of what happens is that like, you know, he shows up and we're like, oh, great. But then we engage with him. We've sort of enabled this behavior. Right. And I think yeah. it's like kind of like, a, you know, I think, hey, thanks for you didn't have to be. You don't have to be here. The segment's over. That's it. You know, we what I mean? just leave it at that. We just yeah, leave it no, at that's, that. That's, that's New funny. listeners, I'm the Resident Evil 4 merchant. And I'm here to ask you. What are you playing? OK, we'll just actually you know what we'll do? We'll 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 take this part. And we'll just put it earlier, and then that way you you can give you some money, and that that's just kind of how we'll just do it. We'll just do it like that. 
We'll do it like that. Yeah, that that makes sense. That won't make any sense though, because it'll be like, how'd he lose his fingers? We didn't even know that I did, part. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see. I didn't. I'm notice not taking that. inventory of people's digits when they come in. All right. Frankly, I just assumed those fingers were always missing. I jumped it. I was water skiing. Okay. And okay, sure, tell us the story. And I and I. Look, I was going to jump. I jumped off the back of the boat to get, you know, to get into the water to ski. Mm-hmm. My, the, the water skiing rope stuck, got trapped. I got tangled up in it. And so I was dragged face into the water, legs on the boat. And the, uh, the engine, which you guys know from Dredge can be a dangerous machine. That's right. Yeah, you be careful with that thing. Can't push Ground it up hard. my hands willy-nilly, and I lost my fingers. I'm having trouble even envisioning you, Resident Evil Merchant, uh, water skiing. Like, do you have a trench coat full of stun grenades you're still wearing? Or, yeah, do you, or switch do you put to on, like, a, a swimsuit? Yeah, swimming costume, as the English Cause call Because that's all almost weirder, picturing you in, like, a Speedo. No, well, no, full, you could I, I, shorts. It didn't have to be a speedo. <laughs> I, wear well, I don't my know. Get up. I wear my full get up. Got it. Trench coat, mask, hat, water skis. Did you take the backpack off at least? No. Nope. That might have been part of your issue. That's yeah, tougher to you, balance. You might be, uh, uh, what do they call it in Diablo when you have too much stuff? Encumbered. encumbered. Yeah, you're, you're encumbered. Yeah. All uh, right, I'll let you. I'll let you guys okay. go. Yeah, sorry about your fingers. Yeah, sorry about that. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, just uh, we're I, we can we can just use what you said earlier. What are you playing? We could just use that for the next few weeks. So don't worry about. You got it. A bit. You got okay. it. Okay. All right. Take care. I'm a virgin. Okay. <laughs> didn't. That's fine. Didn't want to know that. That's fine. That's fine. That's okay. I'll be in the den. Okay. okay. A den. I thought. Do we have a den? Here's the here's the thing. Do I you thought, have a den? I thought this podcast only hired people that fucked. Okay. I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, the PlayStation 2 is, in fact, <laughs> still the biggest selling game console of all time. Wow. It is Switch is closing in on it, and I think Switch is on a trajectory to surpass it. But as of now, PlayStation 2 has 155 million units sold. Uh, the successor to the PlayStation 1, which was itself a, a massive success. And yeah, just one of the one of the one of the big boy consoles with just Perhaps the most impressive library of yeah. any console. I think that you can make that argument. It uh, it just occurred to me why the Switch 2 hasn't been announced or released yet. And it's because Nintendo wants that record. They want to top the yeah. PS2. I think they could see that. I think they also could just have the calculation of like, we will just keep selling these fucking things. Yeah. You know? Right, because nobody's getting the Switch because it's a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. No, You're getting the Switch because you can play kind of everything 
switch level or below on the switch. Yeah. You don't like I don't know that anybody who has a switch wants to play Starfield on it. When you can you can you can play Disco Elysium on it. Yeah. You can play Skyrim. Yeah. Matt, you're playing Red Dead Redemption on Switch. Uh, yeah, I didn't talk about it, but yeah, yeah, I'm playing it there and it fucking rocks. It's so good. It, it, it plays perfectly. Um, well, but yeah, it's, well, the P- yeah. Uh, the, the PS2 was still in the era where of big, big exclusives. I mean, those still exist. Yeah. Sony still has its big exclusives and Nintendo still has its big exclusive. But that would, I think it was a much more, you know, it, it, Consoles, I think, had much more exclusive libraries. There was a lot less overlap, although that was starting to I think this was the generation where that was starting to also dissolve. So it's kind of like a little bit of a transitional period where you'd see big games um, that would maybe launch on PS2 and then get Xbox and GameCube ports and what have you uh, or 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 vice versa. Uh, I, I do think there are a lot of big quality ps2 games like well-known games that are multi-platform games and we'll see if some of those uh get get picked here but yeah this is like this is we across our old dlc format and our current format we've drafted so far the nintendo ds another massive selling console the ps1 and the nintendo 64 and now we are here in the most current of these uh drafts doing ps2 so who wants to go first I, I we talked about this a little bit off pod, yeah. off pod before we started. I'm not worried about any of mine. Right? Got it. I I think it's going to be you two. Not about any of the any of I'm yours? not worried about any of them. I I I have a couple that might be on your list. I think here's what I think because I was considering this also and I was like I'm not worried about any of mine. I think the PS2 library is so huge that to choose 15 games which is what we're going to do. 15 total. Five apiece. Five apiece. Uh, I also wonder if we're going to have any overlap or if there are 15 solid, like A plus for each of us titles that not that that everybody will be like, God, that's a good game. That's a good game. But none of us are going to be super jealous of. But we'll see. I think we'll also get to the end of this and we will 100% be be getting feedback. Like, how could they possibly have left this on the board? Yeah. How could they not have picked this? And the 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 issue is there's just like such a breadth of the, to your point, Heather, of the library. There's just like so many fucking good games for this particular console that, you know, you you, you may not get to the deeper cuts. Or you may not even get to some of the, the, yeah. the well-known uh, AAA titles. And since we've said that, don't say it to us. <laughs> no, say we it. made the say disclaimer. It. We're say anticipating it. it. You don't it. have to say sign it. up for our Discord, which is discord.gg slash get played. Heather. And say it to us. Say you know it what the to way us. to do you know what the way to do it is? I think just say what your five would be. Right. I think that's the like way because then you can just sort of Oh, they're they're five. No, they they yeah. If you want to have feedback like 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 hey, here's what I would have picked. You Great. know, like I think that's that's the way to do it. Join as the... opposed to you fucking idiots. Yeah. How the fuck could you have forgotten this game? I don't mind it. You can tag me and say you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> don't do Come it. It's gonna me. make Come me sad me. to see it. I don't I, I just don't do that. I got uh, a ring. I got a ring at a jewelry store that declares war on the world. I'm really excited to live. Yeah, I'm ready no, to go. Heather Heather has really uh, upped terrifying her her own personal game. <laughs> Who wants to of, go first of having terrifying items? <laughs> I'll just knock this one out. Go ahead, Matt. One one at a time, though, right? One at a time. Yeah, we'll go one at a time. Are 
Nick, do you want to go second or third? Okay, I mean, are we doing snake style or are we just going one, two, three? Snake style. <laughs> okay, we're not doing snake style. Snake style. <laughs> um, I say that I'm not worried. Uh-huh. Let's just do one, two, three. I think this will be fine. We'll, we'll just each take turns. Yes. Okay. But who's two? You know, I'll go third. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Holy he doesn't shit. Care. All right, here we go. Matt Apodaca. All right, first one on the board. No one's going to take this one. And is it a waste? Perhaps. I'm going my first pick, Kingdom Hearts 2, player. You got to get what you want. Yeah. That's just how I think that's the best drafting strategy in sports is like, so, you know, there's a there's a thing that they'll say in a draft that'll be like, that guy's a reach in terms of I drafted him at number one, but he'd be available at number four. But historically, it works out if a team ha- really has their eye on somebody that they take what they want. So, yeah, I don't think Heather and I would have take, taken Kingdom Hearts, too. No. But obviously, it's an important part of your your the like, construction of your roster. So I think you're right. To the do thing it. about it, too, is if I only had one pick, it's probably the game I would pick. <laughs> like, I would just I love it. I've played it. That's great. I've played it so many times. And the only way that either of you would take it would be to spite me. So I just thought, I'll get it first. I know that they're not going to do that anyway, but I just got to get it out of the way because everybody knows I'm going to pick it anyway. But uh, number two, let's, 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 let's wow. move along. Wow. <clears throat> In my restless dreams, I see that Bye. town. God damn it. Silent <laughs> Hill. You promised you'd take me there again someday, but you never did. Well, I'm alone there now. In our special place, waiting for Silent Hill 2, one of the greatest PS2 games of all time and one of the greatest games of all time. Got my boy Pyramid Head. It's got my, it's got my, I mean, like, my boy it's got the Pyramid hole. Head. It's got the fucking hole in it. <laughs> there was a hole here. It's gone now. Be- scariest thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's such a sh- perfect short story. Um, Holy shit. And also, uh, these two picks, I think, are iterative of their first entries and improve upon uh, what made those first ones good to begin with and yeah. present a perfect package. Yeah. Silent Hill 2 was the first Silent Hill on PlayStation 2, but Silent Hill 1 was on the PlayStation 1. Excellent game. Silent Hill 2, fucking masterpiece. That's my that's my first pick. Nick Weiger, you're up. You know, I, this isn't the direction I was going to go, but while we're dra- while we're drafting sequels that were improvements upon the original, and this is a game that I played through a bunch, and I think it is a one of the defining games of this console, even though it's not necessarily my favorite in this individual series, oh, it is no. just such an important game. Oh, no. And so... Yeah, I'm nervous. I have to say... Don't do it. An anemone or clematis plants juice can cause a rash. When pruning them, it's a good idea to wear gloves. To quote the colonel from Metal Gear Solid 2. Wow. I, I, I can't tell if Matt's upset. I know that's not his favorite in the series, but I, I can't tell if Matt's upset because he does have he does have a, a, a finger on the button of Metal Gear. Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Metal Gear. 
yeah, no, I. I oh man, know I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could always sort of. Uh, she is drunk. Re- re- rely on us doing the same thing that we always do and never, never improving upon it. Um, <laughs> but Metal Gear Solid Two: Sense of Liberty is such a cool game, yeah. and it also is a thing when you we revisited it for the podcast, and I played it through in its entirety. I was like, this fucking holds up, mm-hmm. and of course, I had the same feeling about its, its sequel, Metal Gear Solid Three, which I think is maybe a better game but there's something about that as a again as a second entry in the franchise and is kind of like a defining game in terms of like holy shit this is a whole new generation this is amazing what this hardware can do uh i th- I, I think it deserves a spot on someone's roster yeah. and that someone is me i think you, you you can have it that's yours wow yeah uh so is it back to me yeah it's back to you okay this is now tough right uh mm. Cause like I have I have plenty of options in front of me, but I'm trying to make a I'm trying to make a fucking roster here, uh, and I only got four more spots, and you know, I think, hmm, fuck, uh, this is not a sequel, but it is not the first game in the series either. In in mm. you know ongoing series, there's many different types of. Uh, what am I trying to say? There are a lot oh, of games in idea. this genre. Okay. And there's a particular man at the head of this genre. And there's sequels to games. Okay, there's now I know what you're trying to say. Ty- there's yeah. different. There's like. Uh, different types of uh, games with sequels in this series. But I'm going to go with this entry. Tony Hawk's Underground. Wow. Tony Hawk's Underground takes everything you love about the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater franchise and makes it Grand Theft Auto, kind of. (laughs) Like, gives it, like... There's story missions and stuff and things you have to accomplish. You can get off the board. You're it's a it's a rags to riches story where you're uh, a, a local skater trying to make it pro, and it's great. It's such a great game. It plays really well. I revisited it uh, pretty recently when I got my Steam Deck, uh, installed it on there, and it rips. It is so fucking good. So Tony Hawk's Underground is my second pick. I figured you'd take a Tony Hawk, and I just for my own curiosity, I just looked up what the highest rated one was on the platform. It is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. Yes, is in fact the highest rated PS2 game overall, uh, tied shit. with Grand Theft Auto. I 3. did see that. Yeah, and a big old ninety-seven on Metacritic. I do love, I do love Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. That one is probably uh, my favorite. After well, it's probably tied for favorite for the first one, uh, but Underground. Underground is just great because the fact that you can get off the board adds an interesting um, element and there's just like a lot more you can do. They really refine the combo system in, in, in Underground, I thought. Um, so it's, I think it's a great pick. Yeah, really great. So far, we've got four games on the board and this is looking like one of the best systems of all time. Yeah, there's an argument. There's a case for it. One of the best. Um, Matt, I've shared a song in the... Um, in the in the chat here that I'd love to play for my second pick. Mm-hmm. 
a work of genius, a towering beast of a game that pushed the PS2 to its very limits. This wasn't just an exceptional title. Indeed, this itself is a colossus, and we are but in its shadow. Shadow of the Colossus 2005 PlayStation 2 fucking masterpiece. That's all I got. That's what I, that's, I mean. That's my second pick. If I had done that, it would have been like a no FX song or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty confident you were going to pick that. I, I, I know that that's a that's a game that you really love. It's a it's an all timer. It's a great game. And uh, and there you go. It's incredible. I still have never played it. What? There's a remaster. Is it? Hey, you know what? That could be our that Wii could play. Be, that could play. be the Wii play you play. That could be it. Oh my God. I would just fucking break down crying. It's such a fucking good game. It's, it's one of my favorite games. Can you just play that on a, on a PS5? Yeah, I don't know. I assume so. I think it the, is. I think the PS4 remake is. Port, so it's a PS4 remake. Yeah, okay. So you can play it on PS5. Oh, fuck. What if we did that, guys? What if it's we It's not played... super long either. It's, it's not super hours, long. It it's a fucking oh. awesome game. Heartbreaking. Brilliant. Also, Adam Sandler plays it in uh, Rain Over Me. We could watch that <laughs> for an episode. We could watch Rain Over Me, yeah. Maybe we could just a replay you play could be the movie Rain Over Me. <laughs> the Adam Sandler 9-11 movie. Nick, you're up. Uh, you know, while we're sharing music i mean i wasn't expecting this to be on the board but how can i not pick it at this point oh no matt if you want to go ahead and play this track oh no what's it gonna be i'm nervous ah, go fuck yourself oh shit okay <laughs> i don't know what it is wait are nick are you just Choosing Metal Gears? <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. I thought I'd take two. I was going to take one, three with my number one pick, but then everyone was taking number two. So I was like, oh, well, it'll be better if I just take another, you know, it would be take better, huh? Direct sequel. Yeah, but then I was like, but then three is still here. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take three with my number two pick. Do you remember, gives a shit. Do you remember just a couple picks ago when you said, Metal Gear Solid 2, and I said, you can have that? <laughs> you fucked me. <laughs> Another game that's just like, it, it, you know, we hey, look, we we tackled them both, I think, in different different versions of Kojember, uh, where we played through a bunch of Kojima games, and I think the if 3, uh, which we tackled with, do we have Gene Park on to talk about Metal Gear that's Solid 3? That's right, yeah. Gene's the best. Uh, we had, and and I think where all of us were just like, wow, this is fucking, this game A, holds up, and B, just has like a bunch of like big ideas that had that helped define, um, a, a, you know, how stealth plays in, in video games. And it's also like, as a, as a, at the time, like as a follow, a follow up to Metal Gear Solid 2, which had certainly some strong reactions to it certainly was kind of a polarizing game because of the misdirect of who the, the protagonist ended up being uh, like, like was both a course correction, but also something that satisfied people who actually liked MGS too, uh like me. So 
yeah, a, a, a great game. And it fills out my roster. Uh, Matt, back to you. Um, that was ice cold, buddy. Ice yeah, cold. I'm absolutely fucked over well, here. Well, Matt's out here fucking saying no one else is going to pick any of my games with that level of confidence. He had two picks to take this game. It wasn't a... It was... That was... You were supposed to hear what I'm saying and then not do uh-huh. that. <laughs> you're supposed to sort of be like okay matt says no one's gonna pick my games i better not pick you made an enemy weiger okay well okay so now i'm worried because i think the my my number my the game i was going to take i feel pretty what's your favorite Heather game of is all going time to take. <laughs> <laughs> like do you want to do a trade no it's okay i'm just kidding um I'll, when we do the 3DS draft, I'll draft it for the 3DS, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is where I did play it on uh, when we did the episode, and I, it's great on there. Um, and in many ways, improved. Um, my third pick. So now I'm going to zag a little bit. He's zagging. Because I have, I have some ones that I, know, that I know that are safe, but there are just, some on here that I don't know. Just pick Nick's favorite game. I don't think uh, they had Panty Party on uh, <laughs> 2. Uh, game we covered on here with If You Wadi Way. Um, so I can't pick Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, but I'm going to pick a game that I don't, I think I've talked about a little bit that might be a surprise pick for every, for, uh, a surprise pick for me from you guys. Because I don't really engage with sports at all in the, in this way. <laughs> Shit's gonna pick Madden. I'm gonna pick Madden 04. No, um, <laughs> which I did play a lot as a teenager uh, with my with my uncle. Um, this game I would play nonstop, and have been chasing this high for years. I think it's an excellent sports video game. I think it's a fun game to play at a party with friends. This is an all-timer for me. NBA Street Volume 2. This was on my list, and I'm glad it got picked. Uh, it's this, these the NBA Street games were a lot of fun. I'm not quite sure why they fell off, because it felt like they they'd kind of figured out how to iterate on NBA Jam. Yeah. I thought that franchise was going to stick around, but those were both really, really fun. And they, like, they made a third one that I didn't play, because I think by that point I was kind of done with that. But I thought... They could just bring it back, and all I actually want is a port of two to the Switch. That's it. They don't have to do anything to it. I just, I'll take a port, and that's fine. Uh, but I just want a way to play it again, because uh, I thought that game was so much fun and so great, and it's a, it's a home run, I think. Well, or a wow. slam dunk, I should say. All right. No, home run is Let's right. Let's get to home run. Uh, Heather, you're up. I put another uh, a song in the chat. She's gonna fucking do it. What do you? What could I possibly do? Yeah, I'm looking. This is the exact same URL of the song that I was gonna put in the chat. Fuck All right. yes, yes, <laughs> I did it. Apodaca, apodaca I, I got, I got revenge. She didn't apodaca you. She <laughs> wigered you, dude. Okay, I just didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> also, I didn't wiger him. Like he could have chosen it, it doesn't matter. No, Play the you, fucking you got song. you wigered him. Here we go.
PlayStation 2 was an opportunity for many developers to create new singular gaming experiences that have never been experienced before. Experience, experience? I'm a little drunk, it's okay. Among these was second to none ball rolling earth simulator, Katamari Damacy, with one of the best soundtracks of all time. You can't fucking beat this game. It's been my ringtone for, what, 20 fucking years? Because, like, no matter who calls you, if, if this goes off when you're, when, when you're, you're like, oh, okay, I'll answer that. <laughs> um, my, my third pick, Katamari Damacy. Fucking perfect, crazy game. Absolute delight. I'm, uh, there was a time, there was game. a time when games like this wouldn't have come out in the West. Like you would have yeah. like seen it in a magazine and you would have been like, whoa, what's that? And I'm really glad that um, that our uh, that our that our overlords at Bandai Namco released Katamari Damacy to us. Nick, you're great up. game. Great pick was on my list was going to be my pick here. I'll pivot, though. Heather, you picked a game Shadow of the Colossus. From Team Eco. And you know what? Team Eco is named after a game that they released previously that is an awesome experience, less heralded, less impactful, but I do think it's one of the better games on PS2 and a game that I played at a time when I was like, holy shit, this is expanding what a video game can be artistically. That is the game Eco, where you are a boy with horns with a princess in some sort of castle. You don't speak the same language. The combat is, you know, mostly is is limited to you protecting uh, your charge in this this game length escort mission. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's a game where you're really in peril most of the time where you're not powerful. It's not a power fantasy. Uh, rather, it's a game about just like surviving uh, and it's artistic and it's beautiful. And it has an uh, uh, just an amazing story and an amazing uh, coda, uh, and uh, it's it's a it's it's a one of the you know the game the games I think of when I think of the PlayStation Two. Uh, so I'm gonna pick Eco for my number three. That's a great pick. Um, I'm only familiar with it when we've talked about um, how they fucked up the box art here in the West. Uh, the box art is extremely funny. Yeah, it look the the the. Uh, <laughs> The 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 Japanese box art is like a work of art on the same level as the game itself. And then the American box art is like the uh, American box art for Mega Man. <laughs> it's just like some like gnarled like, who's that guy? That's not the fucking protagonist. Very strange. Um, e- Eco's a great game. It wasn't on my list. Um, but it's an excellent game. And I'm glad somebody I'm, I'm glad somebody gave it the the love it deserves. Now the danger the the danger I risk is that the next game on my list is going to also be picked by Heather and I'm pretty certain it will be. That's okay. There's lots of options here. Uh Matt, your turn. Hmm. How to behave in the way Matt, he's I think you're, is Matt frozen or is he just Matt's, <laughs> Matt's frozen but it looks like he's just furious maybe. at you. Yes. <laughs> and I hope we keep this part of the podcast oh, in. I froze. Cuz he's like frozen in in contemplation. Anger. I was saying yeah. enraged contemplation. I, w- I was saying here. I'm learning from Nick 
in these Oof. moments because Ooh. Nick, Nick, the way Nick is responding to maybe getting picked, getting his things picked, has made me reevaluate maybe how I reacted. Mm, wow. And you know, all I can say is, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. I shouldn't have blown up like that. And uh, you're fine, buddy. No, no, you no. You deserved it. Okay, wait, no. Heather's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Heather's right. So I, I, I have some I things wear to a do. ring of war now. I'm, 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 I'm ready for combat. Take okay. it to him. Apodaca, take the fight to him. Well, this is the thing. I, there's, I don't know which ones Nick would pick, and I, I, I'm not a spite picker. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but what I am going to do, Heather just mentioned combat. This game is nonstop combat. Mm-hmm. You are a man. You're a singular man. <laughs> You're a man. <laughs> On the quest. In to video destroy game. the gods. <laughs> and kill yeah, them. Yeah. And end their reign of terror once and for all. Because they have too much power. And they shouldn't be fucking around the way they're fucking around. So my pick is the PlayStation 2 video game. God of War. The first Oof. one. Nice. The first one, they're both, they're all great, but I'm picking the first one because somehow this game didn't even come out at the end of the PS2's life cycle. And it like, it like pushed the PS2 for everything it got. I'm shocked that God of War 2 even came out on PlayStation 2. Mm -hmm. It is, they, I don't know what they were doing over there, but I got God of War on my original PlayStation 2 and it didn't work because <laughs> my PlayStation 2 had been <laughs> used so much that because I had, you know, brothers also playing it. That thing was probably running eight hours a day every single day. By the time I got God of War, it couldn't handle it. I had to get the slim and then I was in business. But boy, oh boy, I played that game a lot. I think I played that game earlier this year. Replayed mm. it and it rips. It's so it's fantastic. It's so good. So that's my I, fourth pick. I'm, those 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 games that come out towards the very end of a console generation, uh, very often first party games with big budget that just like really just push the hardware as hard as they can yeah. are really so, like you know that that's 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 just a fucking showpiece. And that game also, I you know I I I played the shit out of that when it came out. It so fun. Um, so so gorgeous the combat really you know kind of a, a on a different level from a lot of the other that the devil may cry also was out at the time so that's that's not completely fair but it was like it like for that sort of that sort of game uh to have that that level of depth to the combat was really something yeah, yeah they really super fun and then what it did with fixed camera angles which was a big part of how it was able to push uh the the playstation 2 the aging playstation 2 hardware so so hard um. Yeah. Really. Really. Really impressive game. Great pick. Yep. Yep. It's a, and a and a Matt pick. A, very Matt pick. A Matt excellent pick. pick. One of my all time. One of my all time games. I don't think uh, Heather, you're up. I don't think you have to worry about anything, Nick, because I think I'm on my own trajectory over here, except for Katamari Damacy, which you had no right to. Um. Uh, 
<laughs> well, I also had Silent Hill 2 at the top of my fucking list. <laughs> I wasn't going to take Shadow of the Colossus. I knew, knew you'd want that. For, for, a, for a short minute, for a long minute, for maybe even years, this Final Fantasy game was my favorite Final Fantasy game. And that is Final Fantasy yeah, this 12. Is, this is exactly what I thought you were going to pick that I was going to pick. It's okay. Final Fantasy 12, not 10, is the most capable Final Fantasy on the PlayStation 2. It is a fully lived in world. It was delayed and delayed and delayed. And when it finally released, it felt like nobody but me was playing it. But I love Final Fantasy 12. It has an excellent script. It has great voice acting. And it has the most unique combat system, I think, of the entire lineage, which is the Gambit system, where you basically program your heroes to take certain actions given cir- certain circumstances. Uh, and then you create a flow chart for each of them so that if you have a healer, you set a parameter that's like if your ally falls below 30% of their health, then cast Cure. Uh, it's, a, it's an excellent game with a unique story. You don't quite play the protagonist. You kind of play a, a guy who's along with the protagonist in this incredible world of Ivalice. Uh Final Fantasy XII is my, was that a fourth pick? My fourth That's right, pick. Fourth. Yeah, it's your fourth pick, yeah. Nick Weiger, you're up. Well, I was going to pick Final Fantasy XII. It's okay. I did have something to worry about, contra uh, Heather's assessment. Uh, but you know what? Final Fantasy XII is taken. You know how I respond to that? I say, ha, 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 there's another Final Fantasy game for the PlayStation 2 that I also love, and for a time was my favorite entry in the franchise, Final Fantasy X. Wow. I'm taking Final Fantasy X. Talk about a world. I mean, like, look, just sort of the, the archipelago uh, that you're, uh, th- that you're uh, inhabiting, uh, the sort of beachy Okinawa-inspired uh, fantasy world was so novel to me at the time. Uh, the... Uh, Sin is such an amazing presence, this just ominous force that follows you at all times. I think the storyline like has some, you know, it has its goofiness. It has its issues with some of the voice acting, uh, like the uh, the reference laughing scene. But I think it is just like such a such a great narrative uh, that that and and then also the the sphere grid system, uh, the way that that you build your characters uh, just gives you a lot of of customization. Um, and uh, feels very active in the same way that like the materia system did. So yeah, Final Fantasy X is going to be my number four. Hmm. A good pick. I feel pretty good about yeah. it. Now it's uh, now it's back to Matt. Me. Your final my pick. final pick. There's a lot I could say. There's a lot left on the table for me, you know. And I'm looking at I'm looking at some options, and I sort of I have. I have my RPG. I have my skateboarding game. I have my basketball game. And I have my story combat game. What else do I need? Right? 
I kind of have I kind of have the whole thing. I'd be remiss to not have a game with a specific peripheral. Hmm. So my final pick. Guitar Hero 2. Nice. Wow. Nice. Guitar Hero 2. Wow. It's, you know, Guitar Hero 1, great. Guitar Hero 2, really, they picked, they, they upped the ante. The songs are better. There are more songs. They, like, refined some of the, the gameplay a little bit. And boy, I just love shredding, baby. That's it. That's it for me. Whether it's on a board or with a guitar, Matt loves to shred. Call me fucking Shredder. Surprised you didn't take SSX Tricky. It was on my list. Shred down the, the slopes. I, I almost picked that over Tony Hawk's Underground, but I Underground's it for me. But I loved SSX yeah. Tricky as well. But that wow. brings my list to Kingdom Hearts 2, Tony Hawk's Underground, NBA Street Volume 2, God of War, and Guitar Hero 2. Anyone surprised? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just surprised that Metal Gear Solid 3 wasn't on your list. Yeah, me too. Me too. Could could have picked it for, could have picked it first or second. Hit two opportunities. Yeah, but I went with the ones that nobody would pick first cuz I'm a fucking idiot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, your final pick. Look, there is a behemoth that is still on the board. Um a game changer, a behemoth, a game changer that changed games. Uh, from uh, from a, a a sequel to games that barely made a splash from a UK developer, uh, to one of the most titanic game franchises of all time. Right. That's not the game I'm going to choose. Wow. I'm going with God Hand. As my final pick. Holy shit. <laughs> God Hand, which I've talked about on this podcast before, is nonstop fun, an incredible combat system, and uh, is made by one of the fucking master geniuses of video game design. God Hand is my final pick for the PlayStation 2. I don't think a lot of people are going to be knocking down my door trying to get my copy of Do- God Hand, but I've got one. And if I was in the United States and I was staring at my shelf of PlayStation 2 games, there shining in all its glory would be every single game that I've just listed. Wow. Ending with God Hand. Also, what a fucking name for a fucking video game. Like, what says video game more than God Hand? Nick, you're up. I think people listening to this will will be because you were you were obviously talking about Grand Theft Auto three. And I, I think people will probably be shocked to see these lists of PlayStation two games. And there's no Grand Theft Auto on it because I'm not going to take one, although I, I, I do appreciate those games. Uh, Vice City in particular. Uh, I know a lot of people really love San Andreas um, and I did play the shit out of three. But and and also Resident Evil four. To me, that's a GameCube game. Yeah, that's, I know it's got a, a PlayStation four, but too. I just don't think of it that way. Uh you know, the, the Devil May Cry franchise, I appreciate uh, DMC3 was on my list. I'm not going to pick it. Uh, Okami, a game that people love, I, I'm, I'm not going to pick it. It's down to two games for me, and these are both, you know, not the deepest of cuts. I, w- I wish I had something super duper indie 
uh, you know, super duper, like, like a, a little bit more obscure uh, to sort of show some cred here. But for me, it's down to has also Dragon Quest eight on this on, on PS2. For me, it's down to uh, a Klonoa two Lunatea's Veil. <laughs> wow. Or, hey, you know what? Fucking great platformers. Yeah. And and Klonoa Door to Phantom Isle. Uh, on on PlayStation One was one of my favorite PlayStation One games, but I'm not going to pick that because although there were a lot of great character action games and there were a lot of great uh, great great platformers 2D and 3D on the PlayStation Two, uh, but I'm uh you know the 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 Jack and Daxters and Ratchet and Clanks of the world and the uh, although those those are more both more combaty, um, but I'm not going to pick that game. Instead, I'm going to pick a game that I played the shit out of and that had a great co-op experience. And to me, couch co-op is such a big part of this generation. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Baldur's wow. Gate back in the zeitgeist. Wow. This was the action RPG version of it. Uh, it was so fucking fun, especially you could play through the entire campaign, two player, one screen, going around hacking and slashing your way, collecting EXP, collecting treasure. Now, here's the thing. You look at all five of my games, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Eco, Final Fantasy X, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance. You know, I, the, uh, this is this is this is darker, more adult stuff. Um, but and and I like, hey, I'm I, I like a I like a cute game. I like a, a you know, I, I like a fucking uh, uh, I like a fucking Rayman game. I like a fucking Mario game, but they just didn't end up on my list the way things were drafted. I think that's maybe where Katamari would have slit uh, would have slotted in. Uh, as such, I'm pretty happy with my roster. I think I got some 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 bangers on here. Let's recap our list real quick. Uh, one more time. Mine is uh, Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid Three, Snake Eater, Eco, Final Fantasy X, and Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance. I chose Silent Hill Two, Katamari Damacy, Final Fantasy Twelve, God Hand. And um, what was the other one? Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, Shadow of the Colossus. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, my picks were Kingdom Hearts 2, Tony Hawk's Underground, NBA Street Volume 2, God of War, and Guitar Hero 2. I had DVD remote on my list, which I was like, a lot of my stuff was going to be Maniac. Picked. But I was like, but here's the thing, like part of why I bought a PS2 was as a DVD player. That was a big part yeah. of why that just absolutely dominated that console generation because it was the dawn of DVDs and people were like, well, hey, this is a DVD player that also plays video games. Yeah. I'll get that That's one. probably why, too, my first PlayStation 2 burned out the way that it did because we also, it was the family DVD player. So we were just constantly right. using it. Just always, it was yeah. always on. Always watching Austin Powers, the spy who shagged oh, me over dude. and over again. Yes, that I feel like that and the Matrix were like the two most played DVDs. <laughs> and then the first X Men too was like one of our first. Oh uh, sure, yeah. DVDs too, but yeah, definitely those were like. I mean, Austin Powers was on anyway. We were always just watching, that. <laughs> but like when it came, yeah, when we had the DVD, forget about it. How about a segment, you guys? Okay, let's, let's do, do it. One. All right, can Nick and Heather guess how long it takes to beat a game without going over? It's game over time. PlayStation 2 edition. Nice. Wow. Game over time. These are all games uh, from PlayStation 2, some of which we've talked about today. Uh, beep, beep, beep. Got, what's that? 17 hours. Okay, well, just wait. I have to say a game first. Uh, well, I think that should count as our first guess, I okay. think. Okay. 
I don't think you want it to. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, so I'm going to give Heather another chance. But when I, I'll say okay. some games. We're talking main story here. How long does it take to beat the main story of these video games? Starting yeah. with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So this is on like of the there's like main story is the lowest threshold That's right. on how long to be. Yeah. Right? And then there's main and extra. So like you do the main story and then I guess a little bit more. I really don't know what that uh, is. Uh, and then some side yeah. quests, dabbling of side quests and then com- a little bit more grinding. completionist is all of it. Everything that you can do. Got in the game. Yeah. hundred yes. percent. OK. Main story, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, I'll say, hmm, main story only. It's still, it's a beefy game. I'm ready to go. I'm locked go ahead, and loaded. Heather. 61 hours. Okay, Heather says 61 hours. Are we doing prices right rules? Yeah, closest without going over. Oh, okay. Then I'll say 30 hours. Nick is correct. The answer is 30 and a half hours. Wow. I almost said 31 hours. You, you wow. have fucked up. What a different different fate that would be for me. So Nick's on the board with one point. Hell yeah. Final Fantasy X. How long does it take to beat the main story in Final Fantasy X? Oh boy, main story only. Baby da boop. Heather. 25 hours. Heather says 25 hours. I'm not just going to go over one because I don't think that's fair. Um, I'm going to say, but I, I do think it's a little longer than that in my memory. I'm going to say 34 hours. Nick is the closest. The answer, 46 hours. Wow. For main story For main only. Story this only. is a substantial game. Beefy. Yeah, I, I don't play these games that way. Like, I don't play RPGs just like mainlining them. Yeah. So it is kind of like amazing to hear that even just mainlining it, it's still. I must have taken 60, 70 hours to play that game. Even just mainlining it, it's still that big, that bulky. Big, bo- big boy, you know. Wow. There's not a metric for Blitzball only. Uh, <laughs> but I assume that'd be pretty high as well. Um, the next one. Katamari Damacy. Uh, I'll go first here. Main story only, I'm going to say seven hours. Nick says seven hours. Heather's going to say two hours. The rules are it's closest without going over. Nick, you went over. Damn. The answer, six hours. Wow. Hmm. So Heather's on the board. It's two to one right now. Let's keep going. The next game, Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy. I don't know, fucking no. Twelve hours. Is this the first? Is this the first this one? The first Precursor one. Legacy is the first 12, one. 12 the second hours. one is just called Jack oh, Two. Twelve hours. Heather says twelve hours. Or did Jack Two? Yeah. Twelve hours. Did Jack Two have a subtitle? It was just Jack Two and then Jack Three, and then Jack X Combat Racing. Got it. Heather says twelve, 12 hours. hours. And then Daxter the PSP game, um, and that's the franchise. Uh, yeah, Heather says twelve hours. I'm thinking back on Jack One. Fuck, was it twelve? Was it longer than that? Uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say nine hours. Nick's got it. Ten hours for the main story. Nice. Let's, moving right along to we're in the we're in the um, we're in the PlayStation 
Which one's our mascot era? Ratchet and Clank, the original. <laughs> OG Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Um, I'm going to stick with nine hours. It was the same, same ballpark. It says nine. 12 hours. Heather with a bullet. 12 hours. Wow. Bam. Bam. An appropriate bullet given the Ratchet and Clank franchise. Exactly. Um, next, to conclude the which one's our mascot era? Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Ah, I should have picked a Sly Cooper game. I know. Fuck. Uh, Sly Cooper. <sighs> Let's see. Fuck it. I'll run, I'll run it back. Nine hours. Twelve hours. Nobody gets a point. You both went over. Oh. It's seven hours. The shortest yeah. one of the three. But who else was in that mascot like uh, running Spyro Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. And then they were like, oh, I guess it's Kratos. <laughs> I guess it's him. <laughs> this is the grieving father. Yeah. yeah. The guy that killed his family. Uh, <laughs> OK, just uh, just two more here. Uh, we Great. talked about this one. Eco. How long does it take to complete the main story of Eco? I'm, I'm going to say this is a pretty pretty modest game i think this is I, i'm gonna say four hours nick says four just hours. to mainline it six six hours heather gets it six and a half hours six mm. wow mm -hmm. so now we're at an interesting point because the game is tied up and we have one more pick so the winner takes it i love it such high stakes. Although we can tie if neither, if we both this go over. This is true. It can tie if you Got both it. go over. Got it. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. A game I didn't How pick. did you not pick this one? Yeah. Don't you love yeah, that franchise? I love it, but I think it's just tough. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, I just didn't pick it. It's because it's multi-platform. No. It's kind of not the PS2 game. I mean, I played it on PS2. I really should have just picked it, but yeah, why didn't you I pick it? I just didn't. <laughs> uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Nine hours. Heather says nine hours. Which direction do I want to go? Do I want to take the over or do I want to take the under? <sighs> Fuck. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's less than nine hours, but that seems wrong. Because I can price this right it in either direction. I'm going to be a little stinker and say one hour. Well, Nick, even the dagger of time couldn't save you here because <laughs> Heather got it exactly right. Nine hours. Wow. Heather's our winner. Do we get a bonus point for getting it exactly right? N no. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need Okay, that. well then Heather has five points then. She's the only one that did it. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, I got one at six. Uh, okay, yeah, you did. Fine. What does it change? <laughs> Heather wins still. I don't know, it's just fun. It's just fun. It's a fun little design okay, element. I'll, I'll, add it, to, exactly I'll right. add it to the notes for future, for future iterations of the game. Extra point right, great. for getting it right. Getting it spot on. But Heather's our winner, and that's 
this week's Get Played. Wow, a lot of fun. Uh, our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out our paywalled show, Get Animated. Heather, we're wrapping up the melancholy by Harui Suzumiya. Yeah, mid-2000s mega hit, Haruhi Suzumiya, the melancholy of Haruhi <laughs> Suzumiya, is uh, what we're watching over on Get Animated. We're finishing up season two uh, in broadcast order, which thankfully has been very linear. And then we're going to be watching the movie, The Disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya. So if you like anime or if you just like listening to us talk to each other, come check us out at... Uh, Patreon.com slash get played for our sister show, Get Animated. Y- y'all want to hear an um, impression of uh, one of our listeners listening to this episode? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's somehow accurate, but worse when yeah. you do it. <laughs> <laughs>